0: You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture with Dr. T. Michael W. Halcombe and Dr. Frederick J. Long. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I'm Michael Halcombe here with the Disciple Dojo, J.M. Smith. And, uh, Jim, I was just uh, thinking about, I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on. You got this jujitsu uh, stuff going on, you got the Disciple Dojo stuff going on and you've also just started like just several months ago yeah like a singles ministry
1: yeah yeah it was uh at thanksgiving last thanksgiving started a facebook group called the grown-ups table for unmarried christians basically all the people that don't feel like they fit in in many church settings because they don't Mm -hmm. have a spouse so it's been yeah it's been going great man great community forming and yeah i would love to have any unmarried viewers Come check
0: us out on Facebook. Yeah. So how do they, where do they find that? They just put in the grownups table, like search for that and
1: it'll pop up. Literally Facebook slash group slash grownups table. If you type it in all one word, um, we should pop right up and there's three questions they have to answer to make sure they're not, you know, robots and, uh, they have to agree to the group rules, which we have some rules that they need to follow terms of what they post and what they share and how they interact but yeah it's an awesome community and we're taking a retreat this august and um it's just people connecting and that's exactly why we
0: started it amazing is is that i'm assuming the like main goal of that like just support each other are our singles coming together in that and like like finding relationships with each other like yeah, or, there's,
1: There are yeah. some that are like some people are coming there and they're looking to not be single. They want to find their Christian mm. spouse. Others are single again and they're like, no, nah, I'm done with that. Mm. I'm not down for it. I just need community. So we leave it open ended. People is just a place for people to connect. And it's sort of singles fall through the cracks in a lot of churches. They don't really fit into a lot of the programming priorities of many churches so Mm. this is a place for them to come find that community support each other challenge each other grow in their knowledge of scripture and and yeah possibly find love i told them if anybody gets married then they just have to name their first child after me
0: (laughs) Um. Uh. Well, you can you can certainly probably officiate the wedding at this point, right? <laughs> I,
1: I mean, think depending sure. on the state, I have to look into and see that. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Excellent, man. You got a lot going on, and yeah. uh, here we are doing another podcast episode. I love these. I'm having a great time doing them,
1: and yeah, uh, this is
0: the the ten question series where we both get five questions. We the rule is we can ask questions, we can't answer them, and so. Um, once again, you don't know what passage I'm about to throw your direction, but we're going to mm-hmm. hop back to the New Testament on this one. All right. And um, if you're watching, I'm going to throw that on the screen. If you're not, uh, you need to know that we're looking at Ephesians 5.22. And I'm going to read that here. Man, most people know this one.
1: <laughs> Ephesians
0: 5.22. Wives, submit to your own husbands. As you do to the Lord. Mm.
1: <laughs> nice to pick a non-controversial verse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all the singles are like, "Yeah, I'm not a wife. You know, <laughs> uh, you know I don't got a husband. Uh, I don't got it. Yeah, there you go. No submitting for me. Um, no, let, so let's let's jump into this. Uh, I guess I'll I'll do the. Lead off on this. Um, looking at the the very first word, now uh, we have that "eguneus" in Greek, but um, the, the English the NIV translates it "wives," and we know that uh, this "uneus" uh, is just from the singular "gune," which just can mean wife or woman. So, my my very first question is: uh, is "wives" the best translation? Is women the best translation? Is there's something else that's a better translation? But uh, what do we put in there for, uh, how do we understand rather, a Mm um,
1: So my question would be, and this is, I'm, I'm cheating a little bit because I, I have to pull this up in accordance so I can see it. Cause I, it's hard for me to see the print when I'm looking at the feed and I just noticed in accordance, <laughs> there's a difference between the majority or the Texas receptus and the Nestle Alon. So there's a, there's a whole mm. verb added in yes. the Texas receptus, um, the submit verb. Uh, now tell me how to pronounce yes. that correctly because I know I just yeah. butchered that in my pronunciation But no, you was can close.
0: Correct
1: me that. Yeah. so that is not in the critical Greek edition uh, there's no verb in the critical Greek edition that I can see and that would be my question why is a verb missing or added depending on which text you give priority to
0: Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. So the word submit, not there. Mm-hmm. Not even, uh, you know, and the one we're looking at too, the SPLGNT is not there. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. Super, super insightful. Um, my s- second question would be, so we got the word Andrasin here. And this is a dative plural uh for they've translated it husbands. Um we have use Um so this comes from the word aner, which can just mean man or male, or it can mean husband. Mm. Um so just like I asked, this, is wives the best rendering here? Is husbands the best rendering? here. Hmm. So, (laughs) yeah, it's a, an intriguing question. I think
1: makes a huge difference in how this passage reads. Yeah.
0: Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Because if, if, if you just translate this as women submit yourselves to, to men, as you do to the Lord, that's one thing that if it's wives submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the lord that's a completely different other thing and then probably if we we substituted some other ideas in there we could come up with you know other things that would make it sound very very different so word choice here is very significant
1: yeah and my next question along those lines would be how does this verse fit into the paragraph is Paul, mm-hmm. because in English translation, sometimes this is a new section, like they'll just say new section and the right. 521 is put up with the previous section or other translations in English put 521 with this section. Right. And so how do you break the paragraph? Because, you know, I, no verses, none, no verses are original. It was all just written in flowing script. So where would Paul most likely rhetorically have wanted this phrase to fit in what he's saying?
0: Mm -hmm. Very good. My third question is let's just assume this is wives and husbands for the sake of this question. Um, And let's assume that submit is here. Mm. Let's just assume that the NIV is right for a second. Wives submit to your own husbands and then we have this as to the Lord. The NIVs added you do to the Lord, really it's just as to the Lord in Greek. So mm-hmm. what does it look like um, for a wife like to submit to her husband as she does to the Lord? Like, what does that mean? Like how mm-hmm. how is the wife submitting to the Lord supposed to look like submitting to the husband like in what way or ways Hmm. yeah how do we make sense of the simile i guess yeah (laughs) or not a simile but the word as yeah um yeah as as is
1: a sim as means simile right metaphor is when it's not using like or as and my grammar i can never remember these things (laughs) i learned in middle school that I should know as somebody that teaches. Yeah,
0: I guess it is kind of a simile. Um,
1: yeah. Submit like yeah. you're submitting to the Lord. Yeah, that's a good question. What does that practically look like? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like if my wife is submitting to the Lord, what is she doing as she submits? And then mm-hmm. how does that transfer over and practice to submitting to the husband? You know, like, Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. This is my fourth question, or what? What am I on? Third
0: only. Yeah.
1: Okay. I I never keep track. You have to keep track of these. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is this is a real left field question, and this is only because I'm more of a Hebrew nerd than a Greek nerd. I know that in Hebrew. Baal is the word for both husband and lord, uh, depending on context, and so I, I that is in the background. And Paul's writing this as a Pharisee of Pharisees, and so I just I wonder if there's any connection, even though it's it, it's not the same word in Greek, but I wonder if there's something of a of a wordplay or an association or something with submit. Some wives uh to your husbands as to the lord if in his if if in a hebrew milieu that would make a little more sense that that simile um and i and mm. i have not looked at all into what possible septuagint uh you know echoes might be going on or anything like that that's just a and it could be one of those questions that has no real good answer it could be you know not all questions are great but it just pops to mind so that's what i'm asking
0: here's um just hanging on to that for a second i pulled up the uh hebrew living new testament i don't know if this gives you any insight to your questions um but here's your um is that the baal you were yeah there's
1: yeah baal yeah
0: yeah that's the, in um,
1: hebrew it's yeah husband and lord uh, and the name for baal baal Uh, That's the
0: word. Hmm. Wow. It's interesting to look at the, uh, this Hebrew translation here. I mean, it's way longer than, than the English or the Greek, like way longer. Hmm. Um, and, and at the end you have this, right? Uh, La Mashiach, um, yeah,
1: yeah. It's interesting seeing how other modern languages translate stuff. We just are so used to English, yeah. And to translate, because they're having to make these same choices. Question: They're asking these type of questions and making these choices, and you know, that's helpful.
0: Yeah. Um. My my uh, other question is. So you were asking about the larger paragraph, um, knowing that we're almost near the end of Ephesians here, I'm wondering how does this fit too within the larger letter? Like why I know that like Ephesians starts with all this like heavenlies language. And, um, so I'm wondering, Why this sudden turn to start talking about submitting to one another, wives and husbands and wives submitting to one another? And why does Paul feel the need to turn to this topic? Mm. And um, why at this point in his epistle? Yeah. That's four for me.
1: All right. My question would be knowing that this addresses um what the household codes in the new testament this is one of those verses so Mm -hmm. what how similar is this to what was accepted practice in the greco-roman world Mm. and how different in other words is is this an example of paul reinforcing cultural norms or pushing back against cultural norms, or is he transforming some way cultural norms? So I'd want to, I'd want to know how this lands within the Greco Roman household concept.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. I think we've got uh, one question left. My last question would be, is Paul, attempting to articulate a timeless truth here or a timely or give some timely advice, Hmm. right? Um, I guess you could say, is he attempting to articulate a timeless truth or a timely truth? Hmm. In other words, is is this what he says, like for all time in every situation in every place? Or is there something specific in Ephesus that has occasioned paul to make this statement and it really has more to do practically with what's going on there at the moment than like being extracted as a timeless principle hmm.
1: yeah yep huh well then my last question would be And this is, if you're, again, me cheating by looking at other translations, the NIV has not always translated this, this way. Mm. The old NIV just said, (laughs) wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. The NIV now says, wives submit yourselves to Mm. your own husbands as you do to the Lord. So they... I would want to know why did the NIV team think they needed to add yourselves to the verb submit? And why did they need to add your own husbands to, uh, your husbands? What, what motivate I'm those questions really interest me. What motivates translation mm-hmm. choices, especially in the same translation when they make changes, because that usually yeah. makes a lot of people upset. If they've memorized a verse their whole life one way <laughs> so yeah I'd, I'd want to hear from the translators what why they made that change.
0: hmm Good stuff man excellent. Well that brings us to the end we hope uh, that's been helpful again head over to discipledojo.org and uh, over on YouTube at disciple dojo and um, yeah follow subscribe get some free stuff some free resources and uh you know watch the videos like listen all that stuff share and do the same here with proof text like uh listen share and uh we would really appreciate that follow us and um i think that uh, you know when you get more followers it increases the visibility in the algorithm or something like that so it's always helpful so yeah help us on that front and we'd be super grateful until next time we hope that helps
1: interested in growing your ancient language
0: skills but not sure where to start House can help from illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars House offers a variety of
1: resources for beginning intermediate and experienced ancient language learners head to glosahouse.com today House language resources for the global community